0: Hey, everybody. Jason Stevens is going to be on the program here in a little bit. Voice actor extraordinaire. You may have heard him do uh, Walking Throughs, Christopher Walking Throughs, uh, Morgan Freeman, John Madden. It just it depends on your person that you're into. I'm sure he's probably done an impression. We have a great chat, I think. Uh, talk about everything the state of podcasting versus radio, um, being on the Tonight Show, uh, bits that didn't make it, beer and board games, which is always a fun time. Uh, definitely a, a chat that you should check out uh, if you are into cool things. Cool things. Um, I'm not sure where to go with this at this point because I got some personal stuff going on and I know it would make for great listening, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I, think, I think I'm going to hold off onto it because you never want to, you always want to leave them hanging, wanting more. I guess uh, it's fun stuff, though. I saw Star Wars; that was a blast. Uh, and that's another thing I need to mention: is at one point in this interview, uh, if you haven't, if you're one of like four people on the planet who hasn't seen Star Wars yet, we do spoil a small thing. Well, it's actually a big thing. So, uh, just kind of. Yeah, keep an ear out for that and avoid it. I guess I can't really. I didn't say spoiler alert beforehand because I just guess I, I guess I don't care. Um, because yeah, the, the film's been out for almost a week now. Everybody who's going to see it has seen it or is not as going to care as to see it. I suppose.
1: Ah, boy.
0: Yeah, it's one of those days, but. Um, I'm 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 finally coming to grips with the fact that this is probably my calling. I always have this pull to do other things, but I always come back here, and you know, with you, you find folks. So I appreciate all the support. Uh, I just want to remind people to head over to Patreon.com/slash Ron who uh, who can help support the show. Some generous don donors, uh, Becky Finestead, And uh, Incognito Cinema Warriors XP. Some riffing at its finest. They're uh, contributing to the Patreon, which is nice. Uh, So please spread the word. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Let's Get It Ron. That's right. That's punishment. Oh! Hey! Yeah, good times. Well, here's my chat with Jason Stevens. But, um, so now, since the last time you were on, a lot of stuff's happened.
1: Yes, there have been numerous things, instances, and events in both of our lives. This is true. You uh, are a
0: father for a second time. I am. You were on The Tonight Show, though you weren't there in person.
1: Right, twice. I've been twice Twice. on The Tonight Show. You were there
0: twice as an elderly black man.
1: Yes, I, yes, hi. Oh, oh lordy. Yes, it's <laughs> it's a difficult life being a Morgan Freeman.
0: Now, can you even call him elderly? I mean, because he's up yeah. I mean I mean he is, but he isn't.
1: He has an ARP card. I mean he, he's a senior. He gets the discount. He eats at six o'clock or, or earlier, I'm sure,
0: yeah. That is true. I, I always wondered if people like people like Morgan Freeman would eat at six the you know, the early bird special.
1: Well, sometimes I like to get the liver and onions, and uh, other times I'll go for the cabbage plate.
0: Oh, well, that sounds lovely.
1: Yes, it gives me the gas, but I, other than that,
0: I can understand that it would. Uh, but now, so again, your father for a second time—you've been on the Tonight Show twice doing for your voiceover work. Sure. Uh, game Society pimps the walking throughs and everything are through the roof.
1: Oh man, it's crazy.
0: Uh, what I mean, how do you how do you kind of? Uh, I mean, stay, uh, you know, grounded with all this.
1: Well, you know, it's still, it's still a career sort of in its infancy for me. Uh, you know, I started doing voiceover because I was in radio and because I needed to do something to, to earn a buck. I started on fiverr.com, you know, I was given, giving away audio, well, not giving away, but I was selling audio for, you know, five bucks or, you know, for a minute of audio. I think I was walking away with you know, a, a whopping total of eight bucks, you know, and now that's all changed, but it's still, uh, incredibly difficult to get from month to month and know that you're, you're, you're okay. Your career is okay. everything is going all right.
0: Well, that's, it's, it's gotta feel great though. When somebody like the tonight show calls,
1: Oh my God. When they email, when I get the email, You know, I'm usually in my sweatpants. That's usually how it goes. Sweatpants haven't bathed in a couple of days. (laughs) And, uh, you know, because with the kids, I'm sort of on call. I work from home, but I'm also always available. So my day is split up. I might do a couple of hours in the studio, just answering emails and, you know, doing that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden, I'm out of the studio for three hours while I'm trying to, you know, help my wife with the kids and that sort of thing. So... That's the tricky part. Um when the Tonight Show emails, they they need you right now. So whatever it is you're doing, you just drop it and you go. Um and, and you know, and sometimes the, the most recent uh, time that they emailed me, they they wanted me to do something and I recorded it immediately and they loved it, but uh they didn't use it. So, you know, there's also that where you you don't know if uh if it's sort of all for naught. I I do a lot more auditions now uh, because I, I have management and they send me voice match auditions for, for various projects. And most of them are auditions. So out of, uh, you know, out of 80 or a hundred, let's say a hundred, uh, I'm sure it's over a hundred now, uh, auditions that I've done, maybe I land five jobs. So it's a lot of, you know, drop everything you're doing and get in there right now and do it.
0: Now the last bit that you did for the tonight show, they cut, what was the, the bit
1: it was, uh, you know, Morgan Freeman, and I'll try to do my best, uh, Jimmy Fallon. <clears throat> oh my God, did you guys hear about this? Oh, oh, it's so crazy. Uh, Morgan Freeman was on another plane, and uh, he, uh, the, 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 there was a problem, and they had, to, they had to land the plane. It was an emergency. It was an emergency. And uh, so we have, uh, he got on the intercom. Morgan Freeman got on the intercom. Uh, we have the audio of that. And then it's Morgan Freeman, you know, basically saying, you know, like please relax and look out your window. You'll see a fire truck on your right. They're spraying the plane down with foam. And then and then the ending piece was something like I have to get off this now. They're coming at me with a taser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it justice, but uh that that was the gist of it. Um but and, and from what I understand, everybody loved the audio, but it was, you know, the the subject matter at this in this day and age, uh, it's a little tricky. You can't really joke about plane crashes and stuff.
0: Isn't this like the second time he's been on a plane that this has happened, though?
1: Yeah, yeah. He has a thing. He has a problem.
0: <laughs> him and Harrison Ford should never be on the same plane together.
1: Oh, if they were, one of them would have to leave.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> well, Harrison could always just go onto a bridge and then we'd never see him again. But um, yeah, true. that's a spoiler. Oh, don't do that to
1: them. Don't. Don't ruin it. Don't Try worry.
0: I'll I'll mention it in the opening that there's a huge Star Wars spoiler.
1: Well, then no one will listen. Well, yes, the, yeah, everyone. People. Everyone. The people Star who Wars. Listen, Yeah. The people who listen to this show have seen Star Wars already.
0: Yeah, and they've already they've or they've been ruined by assholes like me.
1: Well, yeah. what are you gonna do? <laughs> we all have our faults.
0: I guess uh, mine is just no filter from my brain to my mouth.
1: There was a guy who had no filter. He was—you le- heard about this guy, I'm sure. He was leaving the theater, and uh, he, he had just, you know, seen it, and so he yells the the big spoiler to everyone. Tells basically tells everyone this big plot point. And uh, the one that everyone we were just talking was waiting about? in line, yeah, okay. everyone was waiting in line, and so then they jumped out, and they like like a guy dressed as a stormtrooper and another dude dressed as a Wookie. They like they really tuned him up. They like kicked him in the balls and. <laughs> like beat him beat him down and then from what i understand the interpretation of it that i got was the cops showed up the, the people were allowed to go watch their movie and then the cops showed up and they're like well you know this is kind of a justified beating <laughs> <laughs> like, and, I, and i thought to myself are there not laws are we not a nation of laws like what diff how different is well, she, you see how she was dressed. She was asking for it. Like, how different is that from, well, he said that, you know, so and so, you know, in the movie, well, hey, had it coming, you know? It doesn't. <laughs>
0: it's so wrong.
1: It is. It is. Like, if somebody re- hits my car, I don't want the cop to show up and go, well, yeah, man, he stopped quick, had it coming. Yeah.
0: You, well, I don't like the color of your bumper, sir. Yeah,
1: well, around here, we color our bumpers chrome, son. <laughs>
0: It reminds me of that uh that joke from the Simpsons when uh uh Homer mentioned his garage and Moe's like "garage. Oh, fancy. We call it a car hold."
1: <laughs> car hold. Oh, I don't know that one.
0: That was it was <laughs> uh, when um Marge became a cop. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was just and they were playing poker and uh what what's his face from the guy with no arm? that runs the oh, uh, yeah, yeah yeah. he, he was he running a, the surplus store. Yeah, yeah, he was running a counterfeit jean operation out of uh, their garage. <laughs> nice. There were no pockets <clears throat> on it. That's what that made it counterfeit. But ah. uh but yeah, so now uh do you get other places besides the Tonight Show getting a hold of you to try for, for voiceover stuff or
1: Oh, sure. Sure. Um so what I kind of stumbled into I've been doing voices a long time, Morgan Freeman, Christopher Walken and, you know, Barack Obama and a few others for game society pimps. And even before that, I was doing, you know, John Madden and Walken and Freeman and, and, uh, uh Jeff, uh, Jeff Goldblum was one, uh, that I did, uh, for, uh, uh, celebrity bric-a-brac theater. Yeah. And if,
0: you, and if you haven't seen celebrity bric-a-brac theater, look it up. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's, and that was the first one that I did with voices. And that was all at the urging of Matt Sloan and Aaron Yada. They, I said, I don't know if I can do it. They said, just get in there and just do your best. And I did. And there you go. So, um, so since then, I've, I've just parlayed that into a career. And, and, uh, you know, there was obvious, there's obviously some limitations to what a guy can do with somebody else's likeness in a commercial, like, as in you can't. Um, but a lot of non-commercial stuff, a lot of just fun and goofy stuff, but still stuff with budgets and like the animated series roomies, uh, which is out uh, through joe You can find that on YouTube, uh, roomies
0: folks. It's It's, uh, it's Christopher Walken and Al Al Pacino.
1: Yeah. And they, they're roommates and they're both crazy out of touch with reality, especially Pacino, but, and there's tons of vulgarity. So it's, it's beautiful. Um, but, you know, I parlayed that into some more stuff. And then eventually somebody uh, who works with actual voice talent uh, contacted me and said, hey, can you do this voice? There's somebody who needs a trailer, um, film trailer done, and they can't get the person, the actor who would normally appear in the trailer doing the voiceover. They want that person to say these things instead of the things he actually says in the movie. And then I said, oh, yeah, I can, I can do that. And then so there you go. And that's a thing, you know, sometimes when we, uh, see movie trailers, the voices that you think you hear that are coming from whomever are actually coming from guys like me.
0: Well, there you go. Next time you listen to a trailer.
1: More often. Yeah. More often than not, the stuff I'm doing is like auditions or placeholder audio. So they do get the real person to do it. But, uh, every now and then, every now and then you'll hear one. I think the, uh, Maybe the new Independence Day trailer, the first line that like Goldblum has a, has a line in it. And he says something like, ah, uh, it took us 20 years to, or it was like, uh, they were here 20 years ago. And then his second line is something along the lines of, uh, we use their technology to strengthen our planet. That, that second and third line and beyond that, I think are not Goldblum. They're not me, but they're not Goldblum, I don't think. Wow,
0: a little bit of insight, folks.
1: So, now, yeah, but it's a thing.
0: That's very, now, see, that's very cool. Now, what people may or may not know is while you do all these voices, you've only ever physically portrayed one of them once, if I recall. And that was for John Madden Dungeon Master.
1: Oh, did- actually, to uh, twice. Twice. I did, yes, John Madden Dungeon Master was was one. I, re- I redid that one, uh, revisited that one. Ah, uh, for Chad Vader's Super Bowl. Oh yes, something rather, yeah. For his football thing. So, but yeah, D- John Madden Dungeon Master was the first one, and that one is a really popular video. And uh, then uh, I did Randy Newman for uh, Randy Newman's Call of Duty songbook.
0: Oh, I have to I see. I don't think I saw that one.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I I wrote all of the songs. Uh, for the, the Randy Newman... Most of them were actually improvised in studio, and then I re-recorded them when we filmed. But, um, yeah, so we did the Randy Newman Call of Duty songbook, and it was right about that same time that... And I had done that on on the show Beer and Board Games, the Randy Newman impression. And it was about that same time that Aaron Yonda and I were going to be in Seattle for PAX, which is the Penny Arcade Expo. And I noticed that Randy Newman was playing at a venue... The same night that we were there, and I thought, "Holy shit! How does this happen?" Right. So then I'm I'm trying to contact Randy Newman's management and his people. Turns out nobody nobody's asking for Randy Newman backstage passes. Apparently, no. It, the thing it doesn't exist. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people aren't clamoring to meet Randy Newman. Uh, so I'm not sure how to go about doing it. But I, I noticed that the venue he's at is the like it's the uh, Sweet Michelle or Saint Michelle Vineyard Estates. And then I I realized, I've seen that name before. And I go back through my old emails and I find that I recorded some voiceover for like the vice president of their company, uh, just for like an internal use thing uh, a year prior. So I email him and I say, hey, Randy Newman's playing here. This is, you're affiliated with this. This is you, obviously. And he's like, yeah, you want VIP tickets? You got it. You know, so uh, Aaron and I were going to go, to the Randy Newman show then that night of PAX. And uh and uh we just we didn't. Uh we ended up having a dinner with uh Machinima and, and they were sort of urging like I said, well, I gotta go. Aaron and I have to go to a thing. We've you know and they're like, well are you sure you don't want to come to this dinner? Some really important stuff's gonna be discussed. And as it turns out, it was and you know, and it was a good thing. So we missed Randy Newman, but uh, but anyway, that's a, a spin-off of the Yes, I've portrayed uh, two people.
0: Now, the thing is, the thing though is, you really couldn't say to the machinima guys, we got VIP tickets to
1: Randy Newman. Uh, Yeah, I wanted to. I really wanted to, like, to see what they could come up with to counter it. (laughs) Right? You know, I've got VIP tickets to Randy Newman, America's songwriter. Like, what you got? And they'd be like, wow, I got cheeseburger, which incidentally, (laughs) it's all it took. So. Well,
0: I mean, was it at least a good cheeseburger?
1: As I recall, it was.
0: Well, see, there you go. That's yeah. great. There you go. Now, have any of the other late night shows ever tried to contact you? Or now now that you've done Fallon, you're kind of, you know... I, I guess I don't want to say use, use the word stuck. But you're no. kind of like, you know, in that whole
1: family. No, I wondered that myself. Uh, because you know, I don't know how much these places talk. <laughs> I, I don't know if McDonald's talks to Wendy's. I really don't. But... I thought, well, if I've been on the Tonight Show doing this, then who, you know, nobody else is going to contact me. But um, it wasn't. Uh, but a couple of, like, two weeks after the second to last time uh, I, I did something for the Tonight Show, uh, that the Jimmy Kimmel Show contacted me for a different voice, and they had written uh, what I thought was a pretty funny bit—a um, take on The Martian. This was just as The Martian had been released. Mm and uh and i was doing matt damon in this bit um and but they ended up going with i don't know what they went with they went with some other idea i think they bailed on the whole idea so but it was kind of funny it was basically that matt damon was was you know what they did uh the the bit they had me recorded was matt damon was basically like a big baby man so he was <laughs> like crying and he wanted his mommy and all this stuff but then the bit that they went with was i think the mastronaut uh which was that Matt, like, Matt Damon gets stranded on Mars, and so he just masturbates constantly.
0: I, I can't really say that that's not something that any other man would do.
1: Well, it was like the, like, the voiceover, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was pretty funny. Like, like just the bit was like that's what he's going to do. He's just going to, you know, Matt Damon is the Masternaut. You know, and there he is, just feverishly. And they had like dubbed the video to make it look like he was doing it. I guess I don't know.
0: That that well, I mean, they always they always fuck with Matt Damon
1: on that show. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's uh, uh, yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, the uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, or Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel show contacted me, and it was about that same time that the Howard Stern show contacted me too. Uh, I had entered a couple of years ago in their celebrity impersonation contest that they had. And uh, I, I sent my entries in on the last, very last day. So I don't even know if they got listened to. But um, uh, and then maybe a year later, of course, they they contacted me. Hey, you know, here are some voices uh, of yours that interest us. Can you record some samples? And sure, I recorded some samples and sent them off to them. Uh, and then I heard back that, like, the samples, that the voices that I thought I did really well they didn't like as much as some of the voices that I didn't think I did very well. So who knows?
0: That's so, you know what? And I'm, I'm going to go out on record and this is me talking. I'm not speaking for you. Uh, I want, I have to say that uh, right off the bat Uh, Mm -hmm. that I totally stopped listening to Howard Stern uh, after I heard uh, multiple things. One about how he treats people off the air uh, who have helped him in his success And two, because I heard the people that they're using for impressions that you do that are far, like, you are far superior. Like, Ike Barinholtz doing Morgan Freeman or President Obama. Like, you, they don't, he doesn't hold a candle to you.
1: Oh, thank you. And I'm just like, I'm I'm listening to,
0: I'm like, this is ridiculous.
1: Well, you know, everybody's ear is different, and I, you know, I said that about the Howard Stern show. That that one of the voices that they said I did really well, I didn't think I did as well as another voice that that maybe they weren't sold on. But you know, that could be just because they have a relationship with this other guy, or maybe he's just really, really funny outside of maybe the voice isn't perfect, but the but the context is. So I, I cut I cut those guys some slack, but I get what you mean. Uh, you know, it could be tough to listen to a show if you once you get to know a person or who they really are, sometimes it's a little tough to know them. And, uh, and you know, that's true. I did radio for a long time and, and yeah, you, I think you have to kind of fake who you are sometimes, especially in the format that I was in. I, I didn't like the format and I worked in it for, you know, for 17 years or whatever it was it felt like 17.
0: What was the format country yeah,
1: country? Yeah. So you know i I tried to find the things about some of the artists that I liked I tried to find artists that i that I thought I kind of identified with a little bit and that helped uh but you know by and large the you know the the whole idea of you know country music's about God country and family and son you gotta really get right with Jesus and yeah well no uh I'm just gonna be me over here in the corner and what's what's nice is that it's been, there's been several iterations of the morning show on the station that I worked for. Um, and the guy who does it now is this bearded tattooed stand up comic atheist, you know? So, <laughs> uh, so I think, uh, yeah, well, hey, people like him. They don't pay him much, which goes a long way in radio. If a guy will work for free, uh, boy, boy, they'll cut him some slack, but, uh, otherwise he's a good guy and he does a good job. So
0: hey, God forbid if you have a family to support,
1: yeah, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to be in radio and have a family. In They're, fact, they. I'm not saying they fire people who get pregnant, but their track record ain't great.
0: <laughs> I I remember uh, when I first started doing this show, I had really wanted to like you know uh, there's a, a 95 uh, WIIL in uh, Kenosha. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, and uh, they have an AM station that where you can buy time on. And yeah, I'm thinking that is. I they quoted me, and I'm just like that's ridiculous for me to have to one pay as much as they were asking uh, uh-huh. two to have to um give up the kind of freedoms that I have doing a show this way cuz yeah. I can't when I'm down there I can't say well fuck fuck. No. <laughs> you know, I have to tell, you know, I have to limit things and uh doing it this way I can record whenever I want. I don't have to be, yeah. you know, so it's it's kind of I I, I but I thought to myself if I'm going to have anybody give a damn about what I do, I have to go on radio first.
1: No, that no. You've you've got it figured out. I mean, you know, you do. Pardon me. You do the show that you, you want to do. Pardon me again. Uh, you do the show you want to do. You do it online. You have freedom and it's cheap. And there you go. You know, radio, talk radio. Sure, they've got bells and whistles and whatever, t-shirts. Uh, But otherwise, there there are the best podcasts are obviously the best podcasts for a reason and. People who were in radio and then try to emulate podcasts are generally pretty bad at it. Yeah. Um, And likewise, if somebody who did a great podcast went to radio and tried to do radio, they probably wouldn't be great at it either. Uh, Podcasts work because you can find your audience everywhere. Radio doesn't work for, for the same reason because, you know how many people are into mark maron in a 100 mile radius of madison wisconsin not enough to support a radio station i'll tell you that much
0: oh i know for a f- oh yeah i know cuz i know um a few times i've heard matt sloan mention he listens to maron yeah and i don't know if you listen to maron
1: i used i used to back when there could be a lot of loud swearing in my house
0: oh yeah he tends tend to <laughs> yeah yeah i
1: had bit. to i had to stop listening to gilbert Gottfried for the same reason
0: oh uh, his podcast is so good though Mm -hmm. it really is like he he's just uh oh man just amazing but uh and that's another the the idea of how you need to do radio before you'll be taken seriously uh another thing is it stemmed from stern he is always shitting on podcasts um because he thinks that you can't get original content this is totally original content i've never said these words to you before
1: yeah, you know, who knows, you know, anybody who's over the age of 50 or 60, is, Stern is probably a little, a little technologically stunted because he's been in that chair for so long. I mean, he's had people to do those things for him. He's not uploaded his own fucking audio. He hasn't had to. So, you know, everybody's got an opinion about something. I doubt Stern worries much about it. <laughs> he's he's got to have an opinion because that's something that somebody might ask him into context of the show. But right. you know, when he goes home at night and s- puts his head on his giant pillowcase full of money, he, d- he doesn't, <laughs> he obviously doesn't care that much. No, because no. if he did, if he did, he'd, he'd do something about it, but that's it. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, you can be reached at dot com. Yes. Do you get a lot of uh, regular folk like myself hitting you up for work.
1: Not a ton anymore. I you know when the uh, Christopher walking through videos were really popular, I mean they're very popular now. They get, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 views per episode, but when they were really super popular like 3 or 400,000 of, of views per episode, I would get, you know, a bunch of people you know, just looking for, hey, will you do my voicemail? Will you do this? Will you, you know, do intros from my podcast? And so, <laughs> since the, yeah, yeah. some people are, some people are very nice about it. And generally speaking, if someone was really nice about it, I'd I'd do it for them. Uh, but uh, the times, they have a changed. And so now most of my inquiries are, are all, you know, pretty official commercial based stuff. So, I don't necessarily have the time to do a lot of it. So I have to turn down a lot of things.
0: And that was actually my next question is that how much of it you have to turn down?
1: You know, it depends on, it depends a little bit on the reach of the project. It depends on how much audio, what, what, how much work it's going to be, how much time I'm going to be in this box doing this stuff. Right. Um, you know, if somebody sends me, Hey, here's four words, what do you think? Well, if I'm already in here and I'm doing something else, you know, I might, depending on what the project is, you know, right, right, right. If, you know, I had a, I had a 10 year old kid contact me and he was looking for, he was looking for a fair amount of, of voiceover for some game that he made. And, uh, well, you know, it's online, it's available everywhere. It's, you know, sorry, man. Uh, you know, kudos to you for following your dream, but I can't do it. So.
0: Right, right. It, it's, it's, every artist has to draw the line somewhere.
1: Well, and even, you know, I've, I've got management, you know, they, they fight pretty hard to, to get me jobs that, you know, they, they obviously, they have a stake in it. They have a dog in the fight, but you know, people who want to hire me versus somebody else, they've got a reason for that. And, you know, if I'm giving away audio for whatever, I can't be spending that time chasing those other things. So,
0: right. Exactly. 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 And uh, now, just to kind of uh, bring everything to a close, you can be found oh. at uh, at Jason, Mr. Jason Stevens, uh, with that's put in a ph yeah. on Twitter, Jason'sVoices.com. If, yeah, if you
1: if you already if, if you already follow Ron on Twitter, you know you'll find me in there. We've we've interacted so we're,
0: just a few we're, times.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm Mr. Jason Stevens with a ph. And
0: then you can also Jason'sVoices.com. If if you, if you yep. have serious inquiries, people serious yeah. inquiries
1: please. please yeah and then i'm all over i'm all over every everything else and just true. you know go go to youtube and uh, go to game society pimps and go to uh blame society films and uh check out uh roomies through joe blow that's on youtube roomies uh pacino and walkin and uh yeah i don't have anything i don't have anything new coming out i'm not trace blue unfortunately i loved that interview i loved that that. that interview no i i'm I'm saying that because i don't have anything as cool as him like i can't you know
0: well do you have time for projects with with the doing the voiceovers and or
1: not a lot no not a lot uh because because it's it's every day every night um i i've i've given myself more time on the weekends and and of course that's family time for me now right um you know, I'm poor Mad Max for the Xbox One. I've spent about six hours with Max, and uh, I'm sure sad. he'll be okay. He's. I, we're both sad, but uh, you know, someday I'll get a chance to uh, to do that stuff again. I don't know. You know, if if I get uh, bigger jobs or better jobs or whatever that takes, I'll figure it out.
0: Well, I you you can always be like you said, be, always be seeing beer and board games. In fact, uh, the day of this recording is uh, you'll be on. The, let's see what I can pull up my damn uh, uh, thing here. Uh, you'll uh-huh. be on this Thursday's episode, the twenty fourth.
1: Yes, yes. The uh, we're doing beer and board games. The game actually, the first game that we did was. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. The game. Yes. Uh, trivia game which was a lot of fun and then uh, the second game we did is uh beer and board games the game which was even more fun and i was even more drunk so it was a blessing
0: there was a lot of booze flowing that evening
1: oh god i drank everything i think I'd, i had like two or three beers and then i had some uh some soju which is a, a sweet potato liquor or wine uh korean make i think um you tasted just, you like had some of the clockwork
0: orange too didn't you
1: Oh yeah, we had some of the Clockwork Orange. It's a liqueur. Uh, we had—I uh, had a small bottle of tequila, uh, not a like a, but it was like an airplane bottle. So oh like yeah, two, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was really sweet. It was like a sweetened uh, tequila. And then uh, I had some some uh, some Johnny Walker Blue Label, which is really expensive scotch that I wouldn't know the difference between that and like a twelve dollar bottle of scotch. I don't think I would.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I I haven't had, I've never had scotch, so I would never know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you've never had scotch, you've not acquired a taste for it, which means the first time you have it, you'll go, why do people drink this?
0: Exactly.
1: It tastes like, kind of like a tire fire in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I remember you had said something, uh, how it tasted like rubber. Yeah. And and then, like, the first drink tasted like rubber, and the second drink, I was like, no, it doesn't taste like rubber anymore. It just tastes, you know, it tastes like booze, and... uh so, yeah, I, I experimented with a variety of, of different alcohols, uh, nothing crazy in excess or anything. I, I wasn't hung over the next day, but just sort of mixed things up over over many hours.
0: And if and, and this is just a, a small aside. It, it kind of has to yep. do with you, but uh, be sure to to check out Beer and Board Games because you're a, a frequent contributor to that. And you yes. can watch the live streams at live.beerandboard.com. And yeah. it's always a lot of fun. Ah, uh, you can get lost in the chat though quite a bit because mm-hmm. while uh, these fine folks are playing video, uh, playing games and getting hammered, we were uh, talking about Constantine and um, other and and uh, other random things.
1: Oh yeah, sometimes yeah. when I'm when I'm not on the show, I like to uh, I like to go into the chat and just kind of pop up here and there and. Uh, I, I just I really like that. I, I like that it has a fan base that you know I identify with. i I'm on the show, but I'm also a fan of the show. so it's it's really kind of neat that way. And you know, they're doing their patreon right now. Uh, the patreon reorganized how they do things. I'm sure you saw that, that oh yes, you know they they show you now after fee amounts and stuff. and so everything looks a lot lower and you know of course, if you were you know banking on having a certain amount so you could buy your equipment, you're kind of out of luck. So that's what they're doing right now. They're doing a nice little push for that. And that'll happen. New cameras for beer and board games coming soon.
0: Yeah, It'll look, it'll look amazing. And don't forget to check out the walking throughs. And, uh, whenever, uh, you do the Morgan Freeman story time is always great.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Stories. <laughs> Lots of stories. Uh, Lots once of upon a time, there was a fella named Ron. Hey. Oh, Ron, my, my good friend, Ron, he, he walked out into the driveway And he picked up the newspaper, and he said, Goddamn, newspaper's all wet. Then he he shoved the newspaper boy off his bicycle, and, oh, Lordy, the town's still talking about it. Yes,
0: they are. Yes, (laughs) they are. Uh, Now, could I I ask Randy Newman to play us out?
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't have my piano. That's okay. If you like listening to... Things about stuff you like a podcast, you like a podcast. Then you gotta listen to the Ron party show. Doopadoo doo, doopadoo doo.
0: Thank you very much, Randy, and thank you, I'm, Jason. I'm, I'm
1: oh. sorry. I'm sorry. It didn't rhyme.
0: That's quite all right. That's quite all right. <laughs> oh it's been uh again at mr jason stevens pretty much it's <laughs> like it's like the the nexus for everything folks uh, uh thank you thanks. so much jason it's been a blast thanks ron take care man well that was a lot of fun wasn't it i think so I really think so, but uh, again, uh, follow me on Twitter at Let's Get It Ron. I'm kind of figuring out the web situation right now. I mean, you can still go to RonPertie.com, but I haven't really posted anything in a while. Uh, Twitter is probably the best place. It's the nexus of all reality for my social media. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. So be sure to follow me there, Patreon.com forward slash Ron Again, I want to thank Becky Stead, uh and uh, Incognito Cinema Warriors XP for their contributions to the Patreon. You too can be cool. I'd just head over there. So uh we'll see you next time kids. Bye bye!